This is Without Compromise, a show that explores what happens when you won't settle for anything less than your crazy ideas. We'll talk to athletes, founders, adventurers, and entrepreneurs of all kinds about living without compromise. I'm your host, Mason Gravely. Welcome to the show. We're programmed for survival, so our instinct is to give up on these situations, to move away from them. I thought if I didn't sign up for that race, that I was just going to disappear. It doesn't have to be these big, huge things that everyone thinks you need to do to make a difference. My name is Ryan Cranston. I just finished the shadow boxing and yoga class, which was definitely my first time for either of those, but was pleasantly surprised by, you know, the type of workout that I got. We did some uh, core in there as well, some planks that definitely kicked my butt. So um, it was just a great, great workout on all, all fronts. But um, the space has just been, been popping all day long. We've had full classes uh, since the beginning. So uh, it's been really cool to see the environment, to see, you know, the sweat that people are getting and then, you know, beer never tastes better than after a hot workout. So um, really just been an awesome environment and just been awesome to be a part of it. That was Ryan Cranston, who was able to share a little bit about what he was experiencing at the athletic bar. And if you haven't heard of the Athletic Bar, it is the bar that Athletic Brewing has opened up in downtown Austin. It's a pop-up, so it won't last forever. Between now and September 26th, we are running fitness classes all day, every day. You can sign up with a link in the show notes. You go and do a class, and afterwards, the bar's right there. You have some drinks, some non-alcoholic craft beer. You know, we we, we decided to take the idea of craft beer for a spin, uh, make non-alcoholic beer. And we're trying to do the same thing with the bar, the idea of what a bar is. So if you'd like to check it out, please sign up for a class. They're filling up extremely quickly. In fact, most of them are sold out, but they're free to join, free to come in. Even if the classes are full, you can come in and have a free drink. Definitely come check it out before it's too late. And for today's episode, we're actually hearing from one of the instructors, Nikki Schwersch. She's been teaching some classes at the bar. She has a couple coming up. But we're just going to hear her background, where she came from, how she ended up in Austin, what she's doing in Austin, and hear what kind of drives her and what you're going to expect going to one of her classes. So I hope you enjoy. And yeah, if you're in the area, come check it out. Nikki Swirsch, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course, you're coming from Austin, but are, are you from Austin? No. So actually, originally I'm from New Jersey, um, born and raised, went through school, worked there for a few years, um, work, life, everything kind of ended up taking me out to Charlottesville, Virginia um, for a few years. And then fitness is what actually brought me to Austin. What What do you think it is about Austin that draws folks there, about fitness specifically? So it's actually interesting. I had only been to Austin once before uh, moving here, and it was just one of those things where they offered it up, and I was like, okay, cool. Sounds sounds like a cool place. But the thing with Austin that I've noticed since I've lived here is people truly do care about themselves, I feel like, slightly differently. They show up for themselves slightly differently. The community here is great. It's big. There's a lot of incredible opportunities there's just so many different gyms, different types of modalities, awesome things like the pop-up that come here uh, that really focus on fitness. Brands like Athletic Brewing that do incredible things, different recovery spots. It's just so much availability and opportunity um, that other markets don't necessarily have. 
did you come from a different background or have you always kind of geared towards fitness and found that early on? So I did find it early on. It's definitely always been a goal of mine to end up fully doing it. Um, it's funny you say that I joke and I've been joking actually with some of the folks who are working the athletic brewing event that I've had multiple lives. Um, <laughs> so I went to Rutgers for my undergrad, um, where I did nutrition dietetics specifically. And so from there I ended up doing something very different, still food science related though, and worked for Pepsi and very different when it comes to nutrition did that for a little bit, ended up actually moving to Virginia for working in pharma in clinical research. And there really started honing my craft when it came to fitness. So I started coaching, doing different things there. And then that ended up ultimately bringing me to Austin, where now I do fitness and nutrition full time. How has it been doing it full time? It's definitely been a journey and experience, especially, you know, with the pandemic that hit and everything else. Um, it causes it to be a very interesting life, I'd say, but it's been very fulfilling, very interesting. Um, but you come across some of the most incredible humans doing it. No, Yeah, no kidding. The pandemic was just such a shock to the system to so many industries, but fitness and instruction and, and that kind of, that industry was hit as hard as any. What were you able to do or what? how were you able to weather it? So for me at the time, I was actually still working, you know, nine to five desk job, um, as well as teaching fitness and trying to start a nutrition business. Uh, and so it kind of just opened it up to, and I feel like it did for so many people to say, you know, no pun intended with a compromise, but to say, I'm going to live without compromise. I'm going to show up for me and do what sets my soul on fire. And that fulfills me because we never know what's going to happen. And so it kind of really pushed me to take the leap and to take the steps to, fully start my nutrition business to fully do a lot more within fitness and to take opportunities, you know, like this pop-up shop, which that's been incredible. Well, do you have any stories or anything you can share of just someone you've impacted? Maybe it's you. Um, maybe it's your own self you've impacted, but but maybe a client or, or someone in one of your classes where it's like, I, I've made the right decision by taking this route in life to make this change in this person's life. Yeah. So, it's funny. It's like there's a few different ways I can answer it, but there's one specific, uh, I guess, story necessarily that comes to mind. So, because it is right, it's one of those things when you're in it, you don't necessarily realize how you can impact people um, from a day to day sometimes. And so, when I was actually leaving Virginia and going to training uh, to be able to move to Austin, one of my really good friends and fellow coaches out in Charlottesville reached out to a lot of people that I had worked with throughout the years of being within that company. And so I end every single one of my classes, pretty much no matter what I teach, saying play nice with the other kids on the playground. You don't know what they're going through. Um, and so what she did is she created this book um, with everyone's responses and she expected she'd get like five or six. So she was like, oh, this won't be this big ordeal whatsoever. Um, yeah, no, it was, uh, she received over a hundred responses and she created this book for me of everyone's responses and she titled it notes from the other kids on the playground. Too cool. Yeah. It, it, uh, it was one of those moments you read through it and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. That, that makes it all worth it right there. Being able to impact other people's lives through getting them, getting them moving. A hundred percent. And seeing people's faces. I mean, there's, there's no better feeling than seeing someone's face when they, you know, hit a PR or 
do something that they never expected they'd be able to do. It's just one of those things you look at and you're like, oh, okay, like, that's right. This is this is what I do. People challenge themselves and hit these incredible milestones for themselves and go, oh, I'm more powerful than I thought. I'm stronger than I thought. And it's that narrative. It's shifting the perspective on themselves to really do everything that they can. Well, well, what should people expect when they come to one of your classes? Because because you still have some coming up so that people can actually still make it out. Yeah. So I have three more classes left. Um, so I'm doing on the schedule. It's titled Shadow Boxing and Yoga. Just two. It's a lot of people have walked in having no idea what to expect. And that's kind of kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. um, two very different things. Yeah, right. But it allows them to not come in with expectations because it kind of allows them just to show up and be fully present. And so we kind of balance out this mixture of, you know, being mindful, really thinking about like mobility, being present in the moment, you know, the the stretching and the fluid movements of yoga, but mixed with, you know, shadow boxing and different body strength exercises. Um, and so the way that I teach my class and I tell kind of all of them in the beginning is we start just with a very short yoga style movement, um, move into shadow boxing. And I always make sure with the class, but kind of no matter what your level, we kind of go through it very slowly just to open the experience up. I mean, even yesterday I had people in my class who know how to box, but that difference between striking a bag and striking nothing <laughs> Is definitely something to be mindful of when people show up. And so from there, we just go kind of strength type movements and workouts uh, and boxing and kind of go back and forth until we finish it out with a nice group stretch where we walk through different types of mobility. What, what have been some of the responses from folks so far and how, how's the environment been? It's been honestly absolutely incredible. And I don't just say that because I'm, I'm biased slightly, <laughs> um, but it truly has been. I mean, this space, it's funny. When I first walked into the space, I talked to a few different people there and we all kind of didn't necessarily know what to expect until we stepped foot. The space is beautiful. It's like the perfect size where you can walk in and feel like you're, you know, at like the quote unquote bar, but also you take a step over and you have this beautiful space where we get to move. And the energy has just been so great. People are just excited to be there. They're intrigued by what's happening. They're having a good time. And then you kind of bring all of that together with people who are truly passionate about the product. It's been it's been an incredible experience. Is it weird to have a beer right after right after a workout in the same building? Honestly, um, kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's the really cool thing. It's funny. So I very much so am an IPA drinker when it comes to beers, but the very first class uh, that I taught, uh, it was funny afterwards, I ended up talking to a few of the people and they were like, oh, you definitely need to try the upside on. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of like lighter beers. And they were like, no, 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 trust me after workout, it's crisp. It feels great. And like, let me tell you, yes, it does. Oh Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it's that like refreshing crisp nature of it where it's just so good, which I totally did not expect because I very much am an IPA drinker. <laughs> that's too funny. Is this changing anything about how you do things after the bar is gone or are you going to keep going back to what you're doing and what sort of classes do you do now? Yeah, so um, it's actually also kind of funny that you mentioned that it's so when I moved to Austin, I had actually moved here in December 2019. So it was quite literally a few months before everything shut down. Oh, wow, 
Um, and so I had moved here. So previously to moving here, I was teaching cycling strength and boxing and, um, moving here, I moved here for a cycling job. I teach for soul cycle here in Austin. And so that was kind of what brought me here. And I kind of made the deal with myself where, you know, I moved here specifically for this. So I was going to make that my focus for a few months, really, you know, get my footing, figure out the area, learn the different gyms, the opportunities here, and then kind of start adding in additional movements and boxing and this, you know, kind of more similar to what I, I had been doing and incorporate both things. Um, needless to say, th three months in, everything shut down. Uh, and so it's kind of just been this like, okay, well, when's the right time to find something? And 100%, this has been one of the things to inspire me to be like, you know what, let me also add back, you know, personal training and boxing and all of that back into it. So that's been really fun to kind of just bring that back. Um, but yeah, I mean, even with the three classes left, it's been so much fun too to have people be like, you know, is there any, do you do this anywhere else? Is there anything else like this here? Because it is, it's such a weird mixture. Um, as we've mentioned, but it just, it feels good on the body. Um, but so, yeah, but so for now I do teach, uh, for soul cycle here. Yeah. Do, do you see any lasting effects of the pandemic that worked well from maybe doing things remotely or doing things, smaller groups or outdoors? Have you noticed any changes from pre and post? I mean, there's definitely a lot of changes, both, I mean, obviously good and bad in so many different types of industries and things, but, um, people just care more about themselves. I mean, we come from such a society and such a world where you're just pushing to do the next thing and you don't necessarily think about being mindful or in the present moment as much or, you know, not speaking for everyone, of course, but it was just such a society where you just go, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Um, and I think a big thing that it changed is people took a moment to say, Ooh, I should do something for me. You know, whether that's taking the time to rest, taking the time to recover, or showing up for themselves a little bit differently. Um, and as a coach, it also opened up the doors to really be mindful of people's movements. And the smaller classes means you hone in a lot more on form and skill and all of these things that you know, some people may have not necessarily thought about when you had 60 plus people that you were trying to focus all, all on at the same time. Well, cool. Well, I tell you what, I'd love to jump into some rapid fire questions. Yeah. Hey, before we jump into rapid fire, I wanted to actually go back to Ryan Cranston to hear from some folks who have actually gone to the class to see what it's like. So here we've got Akeem. Akeem has done a couple classes with us. Akeem, what was your take on this morning's class for flow and mobility? Oh man, let me tell you, when I first got here, I was thinking that the flow and mobility class was gonna be more focused on stretching because I was sore from working out the last couple days. But after we started to warm up um, and get into the flow of the class, I um, got the understanding that the class is more about control and also expanding your range of motion. So not only was I able to uh, get my stretching in, but I was also able to um, increase my range of motion and uh, work on my conditioning at the same time. So it was an amazing class. The instructor was super awesome, high energy, um, and the class overall was just an overall great experience. So I'm definitely glad I had the opportunity to be a part of it. Awesome. And Akeem, you've done a couple classes. So what would you say, you know, the difference was between the flow and mobility and more of the, you know, 
Um, the hit class? The hit class, yeah. So the hit class was just like you, you hit it hard um, and you go, 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 go. It's about pushing yourself to the limit the entire time. This, the, the flow mobility class was more about being in control. Um, it was more about range of motion. Um, so it was a more controlled class, but in both classes, I was able to push myself further and farther than, um, than I did before, uh, before I took either class. So overall, I would say both classes um, definitely made me a stronger individual physically and mentally. So yeah, again, it was a great experience. And what beer did you go to after the class? So the first class, I did the uh, the cerveza, um, which is kind of like uh, in the middle as far as like light and heavy uh, goes. Um, but it was full of flavor. Um, it kind of reminded me of like a Modelo. Um, and then the, for today, I did the um, the upside down and upside down on upside down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, funny name but uh i really like it it's very light very refreshing and i didn't feel like i was you know compromising on anything or, or losing um you know like just feeling heavy i just felt like light and, and almost refreshed um so i really do like um athletic brewing and like what they're doing um and i feel like i can you know drink these you know throughout the day and i have to feel like i'm i have to worry about anything perfect well, appreciate your time, Akeem, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll let you get back to it. All right, appreciate you. So cool. Thanks, Ryan, for capturing that. All right, let's get back in the talk with Nikki and hear her answers to the rapid-fire questions. So, so what are you most curious about right now outside of fitness? Ooh, that little outside of fitness thing really got me on that question. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard question for folks on this show because they're usually like it's their whole life the topic we're talking yeah. about you know what I mean um I would definitely say bigger ways to impact people and so that kind of I guess that also incorporates fitness but because I'm also I guess in nutrition um just health in general it's and like you asked right how can we bring in people who don't necessarily you know aren't part of this lifestyle it's how how can we reach more people? That's a big thing, right? The pandemic hit too. So much is now virtual and so so much more is accessible. So it's how do you make that on a bigger scale and kind of pull people in and have people try something that they might not necessarily inherently go for? For those people that don't see the value in it, what what is the pitch that you make to them that's like, hey, you're going to get this out of it? I'm a big believer in someone has to feel what it feels like to truly say, Ooh, okay, I'll do that again. Um, mm. And so for me, a big part of the time, it's try it, see how you feel. If you absolutely hate it, you never have to do it again, but at least that way you can say you've done it. And so that way it kind of encourages people to go, okay, you know what? Let me just try it. And another thing I say in every single class that I teach is it's not about being perfect. It's about being here. And so it opens up that door to say, okay, I'm going to try it. And that way, if they don't want to come back, you know, at least they attempted it. And then maybe they'll find a different way to move that works for them. And it'll open up that journey. Um, but for some people, they come in, they do it. They realize, oh, I can do this. And then they go, you know what? Cool. I'm just going to add this to something that I do. Um, and then you slowly start coming. And then that snowballs usually. I love that. What would you say your proudest achievement is? Probably... Honestly, I guess it goes back to that that book that my friend made, which is kind of funny, but 
knowing that even if it's just for a split second, I potentially made someone, you know, smile or change their perspective or think a little bit differently. Um, or even that acknowledgement of, Ooh, I can do this. That's really all I want is I want people to realize how powerful they truly are and how incredible they can be and that they are. What is your biggest goal not yet achieved? <laughs> um, <laughs> not reaching everyone. <laughs> I'm trying to, that's, you know, it's a hard question. <laughs> it is a hard question. I didn't know if it was like, I want my own gym or, or, you know, or, or something very specific. A lot of times it's I mean, not. yeah, for me it's, and that's one of right. The cool things. I was never the kind of person who necessarily wanted my own gym. I knew kind of early on that I was going to end up opening a private practice within nutrition. And so that kind of pulls that away, but it, it's, it's just to continue growing and to continue to impact as many people as I can, um, both through nutrition and through fitness. So in achieving that goal, is there, is there a daily habit that you stick to that you find maybe most helpful? It could be something small or, or something, something large. Yeah, I actually, a big thing I started, and this actually has been quite some time, um, I did it after I did my yoga teacher training, uh, I take a moment to journal um, and meditate, even if it's for a minute, uh, every single day. That thing of putting pen to paper and writing down, I mean, intentions and things you're grateful for and just what's going on in your head and kind of just like a brain dump, it just kind of helps to set you up to to let go of things and to be able to respond to things instead of just reacting. Mm. Do you have a hobby that, that you don't often talk about or folks don't really know you have? <laughs> that used to be fitness. Um, <laughs> um to be honest right now, it's, I'm actually, yes, I do. So I was going to say, I just, I have so many different things that are all just so related to fitness and nutrition uh -huh. that that kind of takes up my life, but, um, I collect records. Yeah. So we have like a whole wall in the apartment of just records. We use this app. Um, it's called Discogs. And I want to say there's something like 3000 plus records at this point. Um, but Holy it helps cow. keep an inventory. Oh yeah. And it just, and it adds up. I mean, there's so many different great albums out there. And, and so off of that, right. In my classes, you never know what kind of music you'll hear. <laughs> there you go on a record. Maybe you never know. Right. That's awesome. I love that. Definitely a cool hobby that's outside of fitness. You know, that's, 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 it's good to have that. So out of the beers you tried, was there a beer from athletic brew and you, you liked the best or a favorite? So I mentioned I love IPAs. The free wave, the hazy IPA of it is just so good. It was funny when I when I first tried the product, I was like, okay, like, of course, I mean, you're going to be slightly skeptical, right? Like if there's someone listening who's never tried it, non-alcoholic beer at first, if you haven't experienced it, you're kind of like, wait, hold on, what? Right. Oh, yeah. We hear it every day. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm sure. So automatically, I'm like, okay, I drink IPAs. Let me try this. It's going to be the best comparison. Um, And it was absolutely it blew my mind like I tried it and I was like no this tastes incredible um and that's a great thing because I mean being in fitness it's one of those you know <laughs> there's times where a cold beer just sounds incredible but you have a million other things still to do and you're like you know maybe it's not the best idea and so having this incredible option that quenches that and that allows you to still you know I keep not intentionally, right? Yeah. Like I not intentionally go back to it, but without compromise, right? right. You're be able, you're able to drink it and have that, but then still be able to do everything else. And the surveys has also become one of my favorites post class as well as Oof. the, you know, upside down. 
Oh yeah, that's I, I find myself just craving one or the other, depending on the mood or the temperature outside or however I'm feeling. But dang, that's um, I'm sure that is a hard ask for your uh, for for your audience or for your followers. It's like, hey, come shadow box yoga with me and drink non-alcoholic beer. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? There's so many things in there that don't make sense. <laughs> right, that's exactly. But it kind of it almost works because people are like okay, you've got me. I'm interested. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? I've got to come check that out. <laughs> what That's are you exactly about? it. And it's, I mean, and the staff too does such an incredible job at talking up a lot of the beers. Cause of course, and there's the people who walk over and they're kind of like skeptical and hesitant and they're like, it is free. Just try it. If you don't like it, like it's fine. Um, and at least thus far, I've not seen a single person not like it. Like everyone hangs out, finishes it, then goes, okay, well, what else is there? <laughs> That's so funny. Well, they're like, well, I just yo did yoga and boxing and enjoyed that. So may maybe there's something unexpected for me on this side of the room too. Right. Um. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's getting out of your comfort zone and going, ooh, there's things I can still do or things are delicious that I might not expect. Oh, that is awesome. I love it. Well, well, to wrap this all up, I I'd love to know from you. Uh, what does it mean to you to live without compromise? So a big thing when I was switching from um, or or starting the process of switching from working a nine to five into going fully fitness is to um, do what sets your soul on fire. That was the biggest thing I would tell myself over and over to do what sets my soul on fire. We live once. And so it's about living big. It's about doing the things that truly are going to help facilitate joy and happiness and letting yourself live authentically the way that you need to. And that's without compromise. That's showing up for you. You know, it's one of the amazing things about this product and this brand that I found. It's this incredible space to truly be able to do what it is you need to do. The people I've met through this event, the other instructors who are just all so incredible in their own ways, um, the people who walk through the doors, it's the ambassadors too have been so cool. Um, and to hear their perspective and kind of what got them into it. And that's, that's a big part of it to live without compromise is just to go for it and to believe that even if things don't work out the way you necessarily think, it doesn't mean they're not going to work out one way or another. And so that's to live without compromise for me. There you have it, folks. If you'd like to check out one of Nikki's classes, go to the link in the show notes about the athletic bar here in Austin and be sure to make it out to one of the classes. And if you can't, still come by and get a free drink. And if you'd like to find out more about the beer at Athletic Brewing, go to athleticbrewing.com where we have a store finder. You can order beer right there at the website, get it shipped right to your house, which is pretty cool. Or you can find it on a store shelf near you using that store finder. Mm -hmm.